This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you. And let's start with Sunday night. It's the Chiefs and the Jets as Kansas City is an eight and a half point favorite on the road. And you can understand why, Joe. Zach Wilson is still the starting quarterback for the Jets. And this rushing attack that we all thought maybe the Jets would lean into just a little bit more to try and alleviate some of the offensive pressure, that hasn't worked out very well. They're bottom 10 in EPA per rush, even with a healthy Brees Hall. So that is a problem. Offensive line has been a problem. But there is one argument that I would make for why I would rather make this a teaser leg to Chiefs minus two and a half than to bet on the Chiefs to cover the number altogether. And that is that, A, maybe the Chiefs lean into the run game a little bit more because they know they're going to win, and so they just want to get this over with, so that's possible. Other reason is, and we saw this in the season opener, maybe Andy Reid gets a little conservative in the red zone and settles for field goals a little more readily than he does, say, putting Pat Mahomes in harm's way or asks a lot out of his quarterback to try and score touchdowns. I think that is a big difference maker why eight and a half is a larger number. Someone out there supporting the Jets. This was nine and a half most of the week. And now we now we're out down to eight and a half. Why? <laughs> Why are you putting this in a teaser range for us? Low total, it checks every box. Favorite favorite, explosive favorite, low total. I mean, the Jets, what are they gonna do offensively? It's uh, right now the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, it's such an odd is it me or do we have a lot of teaser legs that are pretty appetizing this week? Uh, no, it's, it's me too. Yeah, me yeah. too. Okay. Rams stand out to me, but this one's good too. Rams are good. Um, we talked about Baltimore being pretty good. Yeah, there's yeah. there's some nice ones. Like if I if I liked Miami, like that would be a great one. Eh, it's a it's a high total, maybe not. But yeah, I'm totally with you on that. It's they're going to be chanting for Trevor Simeon, are they not during this game? Well, Zach Wilson ends up <laughs> shocking the world. Did you see the tape of uh, I forgot who the defensive player was? I think it was one of the Chiefs linebackers when when they were asked about he was asked in the locker room the other day about what he's seen on tape from the Jets offense and Zach Wilson and and he was trying to hold back his laughter. Like, <laughs> this is how bad it is right now. Right. They're like laughing. They're laughing at that. That's how bad it is. Uh it sounds like makes sense. Uh Simeon's gonna be inactive, but I mean after Sunday, that's gonna be the conversation. Is it time to start Trevor Simeon? I don't know that that's gonna make much of a difference. Just a just a different name, probably a similar performance. But agree, that's the play. Teasing Kansas City before it gets to nine. Nine and a half. It wouldn't surprise me once we get to kickoff if we're back at nine and a half. So then you may have missed that number. You don't really want to tease it down to three and a half, but uh, that makes perfect sense to me. Absolutely. Definitely pounce on it when you can. The problem, though, is, Joe, the biggest problem that Jets fans are going to have is Trevor Simeon has too many syllables. So it's a really hard thing to chant. Like, I guess you could say yeah. Simeon. Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, Trevor, perhaps. But, I mean, Trevor, it doesn't, like, it doesn't mean, like, there are tons of Trevors out there. Like, you don't think of Trevor Simeon immediately when you hear Trevor. I guess you might in bench context. Zach. But. Ben, ben the, Zach. Yeah. The, <laughs> right. Bench Zach. That's, that's better. That's fine. You can do that. But I think you're going to have to get creative with a chance just because Simeon isn't going to really do it. Or if they're, like, Kirk Cousins, Tannehill. 
Too bad Aaron's not here to, you know, bring up the Taney Hill thing again. But that's very the idea, annoying. though. Like, yeah, very – oh, yeah. That pushed a button. But still, though, I think that's that's probably a problem that the Jets fans will have to, uh, you know, work on between now and Sunday night. And they've got to – got to workshop this. Don't delay it because you know you're going to be chanting it at some point over the course of the mm-hmm. game. As far as props goes, I mentioned uh, Isaiah Pacheco maybe being a bigger factor in this offense because the Chiefs know they're going to win, so just get this thing over with. Numbers at 55 and a half rushing yards. Love the over there. Any other props that stand out to you? Yeah, not really. I mean, I took a look at some of the Kelsey props. That's going to be bet a ton. It's 70 and a half. You got to lay a price for him to score an anytime touchdown, which is minus 135. That's the best price that I saw there. So it's it's always difficult. All right. Mahomes, primetime spots. I feel like Mm -hmm. we always bet over two and a half passing touchdowns. Tough matchup this time around. But it's Mahomes in prime time, and I see plus 165. Do we have to consider that? Oh, yeah. 100% we yeah. do. I, yeah, okay. that and Pacheco to go over 55 and a half. Like, he might break, three, break free for just a couple or two or three runs, and then he hits that number. I, I, I get this Jets defense is still formidable, but I, I think there are opportunities for him to get to the second level. So that's fine. I I'm I probably will look into that. Uh, maybe not an outright wager, but there there's probably some way to incorporate that and say like a DFS lineup or something like that. Look, I'm maybe I'm reacting to David Montgomery's three touchdown performance last night, but we have a high total game. We expect the Chiefs to be in control. Do we need to look at Pacheco's say two plus touchdowns, which you can get at twelve to one? Ooh, ooh. If it weren't the whole Pat Mahomes. Two-plus two touchdown passes. Right. <sighs> yeah. I, uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Just because they still like to pass in the red zone. So I'm going to say no to that. But it, it, is, it is intriguing. At least it makes me think a little bit. They could pass to him. <laughs> that no, that's true. Yeah. Right. Kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that at all. I think that's probably fine. Yep. Okay, let's move on now to uh, the Patriots and the Cowboys. An intriguing matchup, to say the least. Uh, Dallas, a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Total 43-and-a-half, Joe. Fun tweet from Ed Werder, who still covers the Cowboys on a regular basis. Dallas the only team in the NFL whose wide receivers have yet to score. All of the touchdowns have been going elsewhere. In wow. Fact, the defensive guys have more touchdowns than the wide receivers. That's just how wonky things are in North Texas right now. But not a single wide receiver. And there are some good ones there. CeeDee Lamb leading the way, but there are other good ones. None of them have a touchdown yet. That is amazing. I did not know that. How is that possible with the amount of points that they put up? I don't up? know. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that's just wild. I don't know what else to say. That's crazy stuff all right let's just knock the big narrative out of the way okay um yeah we'll get to why this number is inside of a touchdown now but um it's gonna be there zeke are they revving him up Mm -hmm. 16 carries for 80 yards last week heading into the big dallas game i had no idea what the prop would be and i was a little surprised that it was so short because you know it's going to be better over uh, basically whatever the number you post 27 and a half right 27 and a half on the rushing that's it 27 and a half for zeke 
Is Ramondre Plus, Stevenson losing favor in that locker room? I, I feel oh, like he is. I feels that way. I mean, the performance tells it yeah. all. Uh, Zeke plus 245 to score an anytime touchdown. I Love have it. to. I have to. <laughs> right? You have to. Yeah. Absolutely you do. Plus, I mean, at the start of the season, I liked his overseason total touchdowns. So, I mean, at some point he has to start to accrue them, and we're in week four. Like, not that he's running out of time, but if, it, if he's going to get to, say, five touchdowns for the season, that's got to start, like, right around now. So mm-hmm. why not against his former team? And, hey, hashtag narrative. Let's embrace it wholeheartedly. That one makes a whole lot of sense. I'm, I'm fine with that one. I do think that the Patriots can cover this number, though I think the Cowboys win this outright. One prop that stands out to me, Dak Prescott over 13 and a half rushing yards at minus 110. This does feel like a situation where the Patriots defense might play back a little bit and sort of force a more monotonous approach by the Cowboys. And if that's the case, Prescott's mobility is still a tool in the tool chest. And 13 and a half is something that he can get without doing a whole lot of work. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, let's knock the props out as long as we're, we're talking about them right now. Of course. Uh, the, the player that leads the NFL in red zone targets is playing in this game. Do you know who it is? Red zone targets. It's not Jake Ferguson, is it? It is Jake Ferguson. Boom! He's three to, three to one for an anytime touchdown. Three to one. So That's another possibility. That's why receivers don't have scores. Uh-huh, exactly. They keep going through Ferguson. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Ferguson, I mean, those are some, some good numbers there for any time touchdowns there. I mean, Zeke on the Patriots side for 245. Ferguson on the Dallas side for plus 300. Uh, those, are, those are pretty interesting looks. Like, look, the, we, we talked in the offseason about how the schedule makers made things tough for New England to start the year. I mean, look at these defenses. It was the Jets last week. It was the Eagles in week one, which – you know, they hung in. They lost by five. Um, the Dolphins are still trying to figure out exactly what they are defensively. But now you get the count. Now you got to go to Dallas. It's brutal. Three of four games. Mm-hmm. Very brutal spots for this New England uh, offense. And, I, and I'm sure they're going to make a big deal, uh, you know, in, the, in this broadcast about Mac Jones's sh- struggles. Um, how just the, the explosive plays are not there for the Patriots. Bottom line. Right. And that, that's why they exactly. have a losing record right now. And you can't look at these games in a vacuum. Like what happened the prior week can certainly impact what happens in future weeks, things like that, as far as, okay, we're adjusting too much, not adjusting enough, whatever the case may be. These things can't be seen just as one snapshot in time. You have to incorporate everything else that's happened prior to that point. And it's why, I mean, with Stevenson potentially falling out of favor, why this could be a Zeke game and why they may be able to keep this thing close and why it might be a slightly lower scoring game despite Dak Prescott and the potential get-right spot. So that's kind of how I see this thing playing out. Vikings and Panthers. Minnesota, four-and-a-half-point favorites. This was at four earlier in the week, but it has since moved to four-and-a-half. And certainly the quarterback situation in Carolina, Bryce Young expected to start. Bigger story, though, is how this defense will try and contain Justin Jefferson. How do you see this thing playing out? Yeah, it's it's interesting that the number keeps climbing. It keeps climbing because Andy Dalton is not playing. That's clearly what the bookmakers are saying. That they have Dalton rated higher than Bryce Young, and I would agree with that. That makes sense to me. me. I mean, Minnesota, when you're asking them to to cover a number north of a field goal, I can't do it. I can't do it. 
just based on what we've seen from them over the last couple of years. They play a one-score game after one-score game after one-score game. So, yes, we know that they have an explosive offense through the air. They say they're going to activate Akers. Probably doesn't matter because O'Connell doesn't want to run the ball. They're just going to keep on passing it. And uh, Jefferson should be able to take advantage like he's been doing all season. Uh, This is a Panthers defense, don't forget, without J.C. Horn uh, for quite some time. So, And they have not been great. Um, Offensively, is Bryce Young going to be able to do anything? Off the off the uh, sitting for a week, what is he going to be able to do against a very soft defense? The Vikings blitz, blitz, and blitz some more. The problem is they don't get to the quarterback. So will they get to Bryce Young? Right. Will they force him into some unfortunate decisions for him? I mean, that's a big question going into this. Oh, and and don't forget the Adam Thielen revenge game. That's most important of anything. Anything that we talked about all day, it's the Adam Thielen revenge game. Bryce Young's sack rate is on the high end, so this is something where I do think Daniil Hunter and company can get home. I think Brian Burns can get home for the Panthers as well. That's also a big deal. Great in run stop, pass rush, also fantastic. So I think Burns could make this game interesting. Uh, I had Panthers plus four earlier in the week. I still feel comfortable about that, regardless of the quarterback situation. I think they can at least keep this close. I don't know if Carolina can win this thing outright, but, I mean, the Vikings are going to be playing one possession games for maybe the rest of the season. I don't know, Joe. Yeah. So if you're not going with a heavy favorite, this is the, the debate in my head right now going on. It's do I go with the Broncos or do I go with the Vikings for Survivor? They got to... This is the first win for them, right? Got Bryce Young, is he, he's not going to upset them. I mean, yeah, at home, week off. I don't know what he's going to look like. I'm not sure. It's, right. it's an ankle he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. So, or you can just go with the 49ers and not think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that too. But that wouldn't be any fun. That wouldn't bring me a Sunday sweat. Come on now. Um, no, yeah, right. You got you to gotta shake yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I think the Vikings are the right side. But with that said, I'm not going to be laying four and a half with this defense. I can't. Right. That's where I am, too. I, I, I'm i more than okay with Carolina plus four and a half. I, I think that's kind of the play there. Real fast when we get to the Cardinals and Niners before the break. Like I mentioned before earlier in the week, it's at 14. And my model says this is a sharp number. And the more I break this down, the more it makes sense that it's a sharp number. Because even though you can run on the Cowboys once you get to the second level, every level for the 49ers is outstanding when it comes to run defense. The linebackers are great in run defense and in pass coverage. Secondary also good when it comes to open field tackles. This is something where the Cardinals rushing game, I think, comes back down to reality. What are we going to say if they battle again? What are we going to do? I mean, off that, the, the upset of the Cowboys, nobody gave them a chance. Nobody gave them a chance in week one against the Commanders. That was a very popular survivor play. It was like a guaranteed thing. Same thing with the Giants in week two. They lost both of those games, but they were tight games. They hung in there. Even if they, if they just make this competitive, that would be very impressive from Gannon. No doubt about it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the two-minute drill right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.